The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Human design is a system that offers profound insights into your inner self and how you interact with the world around you. Quantum human design takes that process one step further, allowing you to become the architect of your own reality. Join Dr. Karen Curry for Elevating Your Life Script, a weekend workshop where you transform your life by crafting intentional narratives, May 24th through 26th at the Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. Welcome to Intuitive Connections, where spirituality and psychology meet to help you be your best and brightest self. I'm your host, Victoria Shaw, and in each episode, I'll help you to awaken your own inner wisdom, step into your power, and live a more divinely inspired life. You're here to let your inner light shine. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hello and welcome to Intuitive Connection. Today, I want to talk a little bit about a topic that has come up again and again on the show, uh, most notably in an episode that I did probably about a year ago when this one goes live thereabouts. It was the beginning of 2022, all around releasing the fear of life. Yep, true story. It's an ongoing journey that I've had around learning to live more in the flow and learning to live less from fear, right? And more from that place of divine guidance. And friends, this is a process that I have been so very committed to over the last, I don't know, four years now, right? And it has been truly miraculous, but also at times pretty, uh, the word that comes through is awe-inspiring. So I guess that's miraculous again, (laughs) wouldn't you know? But I was thinking today on this journey for me, even from the episode I posted last year and over this past year, which has been uh, one big ginormous leap of faith for yours truly in so many ways, I realize a new little obstacle or let's just say hitch, because, you know, obstacle, obstacle implies, you know, that something's getting in our way. And I kind of feel it's just more of a matter of that as we expand, as we grow, right, we peel back that onion, and we start to get these lessons even more deeply. And that's what's happening to me, or what I kind of noticed. And I wanted to share the observation that I'm making about my own life with you. So Some of you will probably know by now that one of the many things that I have done in the last year or two to really upend and change my life in a mostly very, very positive way has been to open a new business. And I've started a new business. It's a retreat center here in California in Escondido. And it was not really something that was ever on my radar. It wasn't a lifelong dream. It was really something that popped onto my mind when I made the decision to move to California and just wouldn't quit. It wouldn't go away. Whew, taking a breath. So despite some doubts and some fears and some worries, and I followed it. I followed it and I followed the breadcrumbs and I followed them again and again and again. And, you know, trusting more and more that when I listened to that guidance right? Magical things happen. And even when my mind comes in and says, whoa, Victoria, like, you know, this is not possible. 
So far, so good. So far, everything has exceeded expectations. And the thing about this little project is, by the way, there weren't a lot of expectations because, again, it, it hasn't been a lifelong dream, right? It's just been something that I've been guided to do. And so I've been doing it. But the thing that really tripped me up today that I wanted to share, and it's reminding me of the first really big intuitive awakening, quote unquote, that I went through back in, oh wow, I want to say 2007, 2008, probably like 2006, seven actually. So quite a long time ago when my intuition started to open up and I started to understand the world through this different lens and I started to understand that deep knowing I had when I started to connect with my spirit guides, when I started to understand that you know I was more than this human self and connect with my myself, my soul in that broader perspective. And you see how excited I get when I talk about that? When that started to happen to me, something else was going on at the same time. It was a little voice in my head and that little voice would always be like, Victoria, you know, you could be losing your mind, right? And I've talked about this before and people have asked me about this before, right? Because here I was, an Ivy League trained psychologist and suddenly I'm talking to spirit guides and people have asked me. But for me, what kept bringing me back, what I kept coming back to when I would have those moments, like maybe I'm insane, right? I'm talking to spirit guides. I'm believing that I know things beyond my you know, five senses. Maybe I'm losing it. What always came back was the amazing positive changes in my life. The concrete positive changes that not just I noticed, but I was really fortunate because the people around me noticed them too. And my relationship with my kids improved and family members and friends that had known me forever were just shocked at the changes, you know, the positive changes in how I was. And on top of that, I was happier and life felt more meaningful and more purposeful and I had a direction and I had felt directionless for a while prior to that. So all in all, that intuitive awakening for me was a total life changer in the best direction. And and whenever I doubted it, the proof was right there that I was on the right track, that I was doing the right thing. And, you know, it's continued that way for sure. I've learned over the years that whenever I listen to and follow my intuition, truly amazing, remarkable, and magical things happen. True story. But here's what I've been experiencing recently. The same pattern is absolutely happening. Every choice that I've made, that I've been guided for my intuition with respect to this business and other things too around my move to California as well, but particularly this business, which is way, way, way out of my comfort zone, have been amazing. And the flow at which things have happened has sometimes been shocking, shocking. And the signs, right? The signs when I ask for them, when I say like, life guides, higher self, I'm wobbling right now. I'm afraid. I'm not sure. Show me, show me, show me, show me. Ooh, take a breath. <sighs> the response for my higher guidance is always swift and smooth and remarkable. Remarkable. And yet, being human as I am, 
there's now, as I expand even more, right? And you know, when I first started to awaken my intuition, I didn't believe so much in the law of attraction. And I've talked about this too, but the law of attraction kind of, it kind of freaked me out back then because I would always think like, well, if I have to be monitoring all of my thoughts, unless I create the bad things that I'm going to develop OCD. And we've talked about how it's not every thought that goes through your brain that matters and you can just let those anxious thoughts float, float by. As long as you don't invest in them, they're not going to bother you. But anyhow, at the time, I wasn't really a fan of the law of attraction or I just wasn't really invested in it as being a thing. And as you guys know now, that's my life. You know, I walk the talk of the law of attraction and I so teach it and I so believe it. And, you know, I'm not afraid of it anymore. The guides are reminding me. I'm not afraid of it at all because I understand and honor and revel in my own, you know, magical creative potential, my ability to create the life that I'm living every moment of time and the power in that and the beauty in that and the joy I have in experiencing all of my creations, you know, even the ones that my mind might say, why the heck did you create that? I'm learning more and more that they are all stunning. They are all beautiful. They are all amazing. And more and more, of course, I am co-creating with my highest, highest, highest self things that also feel really, really, truly good, inspiring, and amazing. But there's no but. And (laughs) I had a teacher years ago that said, if you put but, at the end of a sentence, it negates everything that came before it. Now, I don't know if that's true, but in this case, I believe everything I just said so wholeheartedly. And I also have been hearing this niggling voice in my head saying, maybe you're losing your mind. Victoria, maybe you're losing your mind. Maybe life isn't supposed to be this good. Maybe you're just deluding yourself. Maybe everything isn't so wonderful. Maybe the way things seem to be lining up, you know, is just magical thinking. And oh my goodness, the monkey mind is really, really loud. Do you guys find that sometimes? I love you so much, monkey on my shoulder. Uh, But, (laughs) okay, I'm working on the love for the monkey mind. So anyway, the other day I had to make a big decision and it was a decision that's pretty much already been made, but it was a, you know, matter of signing a contract on something, you know, and, and getting ready to cut a check. And, you know, it was scary. It's something I've thought about a lot. It's something that I think is integral to the business that I'm trying to build. It's, you know, my left brain should be really satisfied, but she's not because left brains often are not. And left brains like to create fear and drama oftentimes. And our left brains too, right? We'll just keep wanting evidence. (laughs) We'll just keep wanting evidence. Ah, And we can make ourselves absolutely and completely mad. So my left brain was playing that little game and I asked for a sign. I asked for a sign. I said, I'm going to go for a walk. You know, before I have to make this decision, give me a sign, any sign. And I got one immediately. I hope I can tell this story well because I don't remember all the details, but I got immediately this vision of, I looked up at a tree and I got a vision of the burning bush, like from the Bible. Now, friends, I have no religious background whatsoever. I don't know anything about the Bible really, uh, except for a Bible as literature class I took my senior year of high school, which I don't remember reading about the burning bush. Could be in my subconscious somewhere. But anyway, I see this image in my mind's eye of the burning bush from the Bible. And I thought, hmm. And then I hear 
go and check out the symbolism. What does that mean? You know, so I went to my friend Google, pulled up Wikipedia, pulled up that little summary of of the burning bush story from the Bible, pulled up the little tab that said symbolism and meaning. And it said, and maybe I'll even put this somewhere on the socials if I can find it when the time for this baby to go live is, but it said something to the effect of, you know, this was the sign that everything was okay, right? This was Moses' sign that he would be protected, that he was protected, and and then he went forward and led the Israelites through the desert. And one of my friends also pointed out, because I quickly shared it with her, the power in the wording of, you know, the bush was burning, right? But it wasn't consumed. It wasn't consumed by the fire, meaning, you know, abundance is there. Everything's fine. The resources are fine and you are protected. And, you know, that made me so incredibly happy (laughs) for about five minutes. And then my mind came back in and I started to think, am I going insane? Is this magical thinking? Now, and maybe some of you guys uh, remember this episode, I had just released an episode that said, how do I know it's a sign? It came out about three weeks ago from the time I'm recording this episode. So I actually had some pointers for my very own lips and my very own guides about how do you know if it's a sign? But I was ignoring all of that. So I called another friend, my dear friend, Lisa McCourt, and I called her up and I said, Lisa, you know, this happened, this happened, this happened, this happened. Am I going insane? And what my beautiful friend Lisa said is, Victoria, aren't you learning to trust life, right? Isn't that your goal? Isn't that that thing that you're working on? Isn't that that thing that you do, my friend, trusting life? She's like, trust life right now, sweetie. Trust life. And I realized that for me, this next big jump this next big growth and who I am and how I show up in the world. And maybe this is going to be the case for some of you too. That next big leap is around trusting that life can be magical, that life can be good, that life can be easy, that life doesn't have to be hard. And that in trusting that, right, it's letting go of a lot of conditioning that tells me holy cannoli, if you believe things are going to be too easy, you are losing your mind, right? That's what we've been taught. We've been taught. And and perhaps to some extent, I am losing my mind, right? Because if we look at the mind as that negative Nelly in our head, if we look at it as the constant problem creator, problem finder, right? As my dear friend, and who's been a guest on this podcast twice as well, Chris Niebauer, might talk about that left brain role in the world, right? If we look at it that way, that to a certain extent, yeah, maybe I am losing my mind. And maybe that's just fine. Human design is a system that offers profound insights into your inner self and how you interact with the world around you. Quantum human design takes that process one step further, allowing you to become the architect of your own reality. Join Dr. Karen Curry for Elevating Your Life Script, a weekend workshop where you transform your life by crafting intentional narratives, May 24th through 26th at the Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. So 
So for me, I realized, and that's why I sat down tonight to articulate this into a beautiful episode to share with you, that life can be magical. It is. Life can be joyful. Life is supposed to be joyful. Life is supposed to be easy. And where we find ourselves doubting that, right? Just know it's just your mind. It's just your mind. You're not losing your mind. And here's something else that the guides want to say, or they they want to say to me, so you get to hear it too. What they want to say is, look, Victoria, because they're talking to me. So often humans believe that the joy is in the outcome of the undertaking. The joy is in the outcome of the undertaking. And what they're saying is the joy is in every moment that you create. I love that. And so the other part of the fear they say that I'm having or was having or maybe having (laughs) a little bit of trouble letting go of is the idea of the focus on outcome. It is so exciting when we see our creations in action. And I've seen this again and again. I have watched myself create amazing, amazing things. And I've watched my clients and my friends do that too. You are doing that every day, my beautiful friends. I promise you it is happening for you too. You just have to start to look for it and then you will flow with it and it will be miraculous. But they say, that left side, human side, whatever you want to say, side of your brain, and I'm going to quiet down so I can really hear it. That part of your brain, the critical element is what they're calling it, will always, 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 always find fault. And they're using the term fact finder, right? Because it will select, no, I'm going to get it from the guides. Oh, they say go ahead. They say that what you view as fact or not fact, is often colored by your belief that the facts to be real have to be hard. Wow. I'm so glad I paused to listen to that. I'm going to try to rephrase that again in my own words, and I'm getting the thumbs up, (laughs) I think. So oftentimes, right, we think the real reality has got to be the hard thing and not the amazingness and the joy and the magic. And the other thing that they said that they're not letting me let go of either is that, you know, we often look at the outcome as measured by our, you know, left brain, critical brain, critical mind, this is good, that's bad. And it's, again, it's a fact finder, but it's also a fault finder, right? And fact and fault, fact has often has a negative spin to it. Okay, when we're going through the left brain, it's looking for trouble. There's an understanding that the facts in this particular case are often things that are the antithesis of the magic, right? It's like we feel the magic and then we're going to look for, you know, but what's really happening here? (laughs) Got it? What they want to say too is as long as you stay with the joy in the process, you can't go wrong. Where people often go wrong is they lose the process and go back to the product. It's okay, they say, to marvel at the product as you are creating it, but don't get lost in the creation. 
Don't get lost in the creation. And they say that is the most valuable lesson that they wanted to impart to me today. And I hope it comes to you too. And they're showing me many, 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 many past lives for myself and and probably for many of us, right? Where it's simply a matter of getting lost in the creation and forgetting that you are the creator. You are the creator, which means, by the way, if something goes a little bit wrong, (laughs) you have the power to make it right again. And what is right and wrong anyway, right? So another way of saying it is, ah, this is so freeing that, you know, if something is not feeling good or optimal or, you know, you have the very next moment to turn it around, to turn it around because you are a potent, powerful creator. And in every moment you are creating your next amazing, magical experience. True story. And the more we can know that, and the more we can vibe with that, and the more we can open our palms and release the need to control everything, just get in the habit of flowing with everything and flowing with joy and flowing with ease and flowing with grace and allowing our dreams to manifest because why the heck not, right? But not getting caught up in the creation, not getting caught up into saying what's good or bad, right or wrong, valuable or not. And again, it always points us back to, am I good enough? Am I valuable enough? Am I doing this right? And I want to tell you, friends, whatever you're doing right now, you are. You are lovable, you are valuable, you are perfect, and you are a potent and powerful creator, right? And you, it is your birthright to flow with life and to create a life of your dreams. And as long as we have these little teensy tiny belief systems playing in the background, and mine probably isn't as loud as I think it is, that tells us, you know, if life is too easy, something might be wrong, right? We're going to be stealing ourselves. I should say we're going to be robbing ourselves of a whole lot of joy. That is our birthright. Oh, I love that. All righty then, I'm going to tune in and see if anything else wants to come through. That was a a doozy for me. (laughs) I hope it made sense to you all as well. I want to thank the guides too, because I'm just so grateful. I'm just so grateful to have this support and I'm so grateful to be able to share all this with you. And the guides say, friends, listeners, they want you to know, first of all, that they love you and they are so grateful to be part of this journey with me and with you. And they want you all to know that you're powerful creators and that releasing the fear of life, and maybe we even have to just let go of that trauma altogether, right? Because it's focusing on the fear, feeling into, flowing into the joy in life, right, is yours for the taking. And you have that opportunity to become aware more and more where you are already a powerful and amazing creator, where you are a magnificent manifester, where things are flowing for you, and even where they're not. Know that you are the powerful creator of your life and that you are not only capable, but absolutely deserving of having the life of your dreams. And this is the part that I love the very, 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 very most. So I'm going to tune in to get it just right. They say, the miracles are the truth. And everything else, my friends, is just the illusion. 
All right. So I think that's all that comes through today. Thank you all so much for tuning in and for allowing me to do this thing that I love to do so very much. If you want more information about Cactus Blossom Retreat, which I mentioned in the episode, you can check out the show notes or go to our website, cactusblossomretreat.com. And you'll learn more about all of our wonderful offerings, retreats coming up, and uh, many ways that you can come and play and share in my new adventure and let it be your adventure too. And also, if you're looking for a way to set magical intentions for this upcoming year, 2023, and you're listening to this before the 18th of January, you can check out a lovely class that I have coming up on Zoom, an online class around the power of intention and how we can set intentions to flow with the magic of life rather than what we often do, which is set goals from our brains that are oftentimes much less effective and joyful. So if that interests you, you can check that out also in the show notes or go to victoriashawintuitive.com and you'll find all sorts of wonderful things about those offerings. And whatever you do, I want to thank you again for following this podcast, listening to us, being here and just being who you are because the greatest gift that you offer to this planet, my friends, is just doing you. So thanks again for tuning in and namaste. Thank you so much for joining us today. I hope that you found joy, strength, inspiration, and clarity from today's episode. If you'd like to learn more and connect with an amazing group of like-minded souls, please join us over on Facebook in the Intuitive Connection Community Facebook group, where we explore these topics in deeper detail, have additional live teachings, and host Facebook Lives with our amazing guests. I hope to see you there. And of course, if you want to learn more about me or the work that I do, please check out my webpage, victoriashawintuitive.com. Thank you so much again and namaste. Hi, I'm Jane Asher, and I believe, and from what I've been shown, that when our loved ones die, they don't really leave. They just slip into the next room. On my podcast, I explore the bigger picture surrounding life on Earth and what follows when we do die. I speak with authors, friends, transition specialists, and other experts about every facet of death, dying, grief, hospice care, cultural traditions, and also our beliefs about that final journey and what we may end up facing. Please join me on the next room on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network or wherever you get your podcasts.